Hello and welcome to the podcast, Play Loose, Look Tight, documenting the process of life after. I'm your host, Daniel McQueen. Welcome to the podcast. We spoke about what a captain's log is last episode, but I'm just going to give you a quick refresh so we all know we're on the same page. Captain's log is going to be slightly different than how they do it on Star Trek. The idea is what I'm trying to capture here. I really want to capture the idea of talking to you and breaking the fourth wall. So a quick sidebar here. Breaking the fourth wall means essentially talking to you as if you're there, a part of the process. There's uh, the fourth wall would be like the stage on a, on a play or something like that, and you're engaging with the audience. So that's what I mean by the fourth wall. Today we're doing a captain's log, and we're talking about the COVID-19 situation. Oh, great, another opine on the COVID-19 situation, Dan Sparrow. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just telling you what works for me. And the parallels I've noticed between a traumatic injury and COVID-19. So traumatic injury, I had a brain hemorrhage, remember, in 2014. And a setback in 2015, which required emergency brain surgery. Now, this is a pretty big hit. And once I got done living, uh, I had some time to think about, well, you know, woe's me, woe's me. Why did this happen to me? This is unfair. What have I done to deserve this? Why, why are you doing this to me? And I felt that way for a little while. And it felt good, you know. You think about this, like, well, that's not fair. Why me? Why me? I'm telling you right now, that's a losing mindset. I'm telling you right now, that doesn't get you anywhere forwards, anywhere progression. If you're woes me, woes me, you're always thinking about this. I made forward progress when I accepted this situation. I accepted what happened to me. And I was able to, to make forward progress out of that situation. wasn't dwelling on it. I wasn't thinking, oh, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? I said, okay, you know what happened? Fair. What can I do to be better than yesterday? And when I made that switch in my mind, I started to make progression. I started to see massive gains and improving things. Because you can't, you can't change things. I remember they asked me when I got out of um, intensive care and, and out of rehab, they asked me, you know, Dan, do you want to pursue um, a medical investigation, you know, to, to, to decide if this is, if you're entitled to some compensation for this and, and whatnot. And I said, you know what, I don't. Um, I went to A&E twice. Uh, this was missed on those occasions. But I went in for brain surgery and I had this brain hemorrhage and the, and the doctor saved me. I'm very much indebted to the medical system here. Modern science, I'm a, I'm a product of modern science. I'm a bionic person. I got a shunt in my head like was on a respirator, was on ventilators, and all this stuff, like I'm, I'm the product of the medical, the new medical system. I'm, I'm alive because of them. And I figured, even if there is some blame to pass on them, it's not going to change the fact that this happened to me. It's not going to change the fact that this happened to me. I want to make peace with this and move forwards. So I made that decision. 
you know, I have been never looked back since really. I've kind of moved forward from there. Left in my rear mirror. And I think that's not always easy to do, but it's allowed me to kind of make progress. It's allowed me to kind of make strides and make gains. Opposed to dwelling on why did this happen? Woe's me, woe's me. That's a really big victim's mentality. And I really wanted to lock that down and shut that out as quickly as I could. So let's go into what I wanted to talk about today, which is obviously the COVID-19 situation. It's crazy. It's unrest. The world's spinning on its head. What's happening here? I like to repeat this mantra that I've got uh, told me my friend Krish. She didn't come up with this, but that's how I know it. So I'm not sure who actually came up with it. But control the controllables is the expression. And this is really like a mindset you got to take on board. You got to really worry about stuff that you can influence and impact. If you cannot control it, it falls out of your remit of control and influence, then don't spend any energy worrying about it or what can happen because you cannot influence in any capacity. All that energy you're expanding into this thing is not getting you anywhere forward. It's not positively impacting your life. It's an anchor. It's dragging you down. It's slowing you down. So control the controllables is what I love to, to remind myself of. When something new jumps into my situation, COVID-19, for instance, but just worry about those things you can't influence. If you can't influence it, then don't stress and don't spend energy trying to worry about it. So that's the first one, control the controllables. And I think it ties a lot back to that experience I had with the traumatic injury. And that's allowed me to navigate this in a much more controlled and measured way we'll say I like that better now the second one I got here is hold your nerve you've all seen people lose their lose their minds during this pandemic you really got to remind yourself to hold your nerve and for this one I like to use the story of the Chinese bamboo a story I heard from Les Bound recently now, the story of the Chinese bamboo is a pretty cool one. you got to plant this bamboo, and nothing breaks ground for the first year, for the second year, for the third year. you got to water it every day. You've got to tend to it every day. Nothing breaks ground until the fifth year. Think about that. Five years you're watering this. Nothing's breaking the ground. People are talking. <laughs> what, are, what are you watering over there? Oh, got some Chinese bamboo I hear. Yeah, yeah, but cool. You really got to trust the process. On the fifth year, that bamboo breaks the ground. And it grows 90 feet in 50 days. 90 feet, man, that's straight up huge. But you got to ask yourself, is that bamboo growing that fast in 50 days or is it growing that fast in five years? The answer, of course, is it's growing that fast because of the infrastructure it built over the five years. By watering it every day, you're building that infrastructure needed to grow that fast that quickly. Crucial to the growth and explosion that you have there. you got to trust the process that this is helping to build the infrastructure needed to grow that fast that quickly. So that's that. Now we got an expression and a hack. The expression is jobs are good this one goes to my buddy Jimmy. Jimmy in Australia. James Med. Jobs are good is a great expression. 
And it kind of means job's done. How's uh, how's so and so? Oh, job's a good. Meaning it's done, it's finished, move on. But it's kind of a cheeky way of dropping it, like a northern English way of saying it. So James would drop this on occasion. I used to, I used to love hearing it from him. Jobs a good. So that's one of the expressions I love. It's an expression for this episode. Now, the hack for this episode is going to be morning routine. Now, the morning routine is a very key part of my day, meaning my days are very structured around the morning. I, I, I load a lot of the cognitive load for the morning. For instance, I'm recording this in the morning. So, early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise is an expression Benjamin Franklin laid down, and I'm, I subscribe to this. I'm a big proponent of this. I, I get up early. I get up at 6.30 every day. Uh, and I go for, well, I get up and I make my bed. That's the first thing I do in the morning. Now, I do make my bed for two main reasons. The first is that the room will look tidy. It can be messy, but the room will look tidy if the bed is made. And the second reason is that it's the first task you accomplish in the morning. You pave the way for more success. The last thing you do in the day is get into bed. Hey, I accomplished it in the morning. It's such a key habit to get into, and it really paves the way for more success. So make my bed. Then I'm on to pull-ups. Now, this number fluctuates depending on how my shoulder feels. Uh, it can be big, can be small. So I'll spare you the number, but just know that it's uh, a reactive measure to how I'm feeling in the day. But I do that, um, do pull-ups, and then I'm off for a walk to the park in the morning, Finsbury Park. I walk for about an hour. This is a good chance for me to listen to a podcast, listen to an audiobook, or just listen to music. I kind of have a route that I like to kind of stretch my legs and, and free up my mind, allow me to take on the day. Go for a walk for about an hour, come back, uh, hit the shower after some pull-ups. Do some more pull-ups, and then I'm on to meditation. So again, we talked about meditation last time. I meditate for 20 minutes in the morning. I had a friend of mine mentioned to me, she goes, Dan, 20 minutes is quite a stretch to meditate with. And I said, yeah, it is. It's not an insignificant amount of time. But I started with two minutes in the morning, yeah? Um, there's an article I passed on the Facebook page of Play LLT, Play Loose Look Tight. Uh, it starts at 2 minutes in the morning, then 4, then 6, then 8. You kind of ramp it up. Uh, so meditate for 20 minutes. Crush some more pull-ups, and then on to breakfast. Full breakfast every morning. That kind of depends on what, what day it is, but usually it's uh, pretty healthy. And a coffee. I'm big into my coffee, so I make that. But that's my morning routine. And I have this on autopilot. There was a day last week where I, I got out of my routine. I, think, I forget what it was. I think it was a Wednesday. And I got up and I and I did something a bit differently than I normally did. I think I got up early and went straight for the grocery shop and not going for a walk, and which I've actually done again today. But remember the day afterwards, I got back into my routine. And it just felt like I was in a well-worn groove, comfortable, just in my surroundings, just just happy to be back in the groove. You got to save the bandwidth for for decisions that really matter in your life. I 
I mean, I like to say that I live my life rather off-piste, which means kind of a bit more freestyle than it is scripted. But that routine that allows me to to have that ability to go off-piste, discipline equals freedom. I think uh, Jocko Willink says that. Um, and I'm a big subscriber to this, and I really follow my routines religiously in the morning. Get a morning routine that works for you. Test it out. And every day I'm testing this out. I'm making little iterations to see what works best. Um, the number of pull-ups I do. The route I take walking. The breakfast I take. The coffee I make. It all changes a little bit each day just to find the best routine. And uh, you got to constantly kind of challenge yourself to kind of build this up. That's the morning routine. Before you go, I want to say thanks. Thanks for your time and attention. Not sure how you found this podcast, but hey, big ups. Thanks for your attention. Second one is please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Share with your friends. Three people would be ideal. And the last one is audio or didn't happen. Now, this last episode, I think I gave you the wrong the wrong uh, instructions. Like I said, give me an audio note on Audible, which is not true. That's not possible. You can give me an audio note on the Anchor app. I mean, you can try it on the Audible app, but you're not going to get too far. The Anchor app, I'd love for you guys to drop in an audio note. Let me know what value you're liking from the podcast, what's resonating with you, if anything, why you're listening, what you like. I very much appreciate that. Hope you guys are well. Audio or didn't happen. Ciao, ciao.